Hey guys, the show is about ready to start, but really quick, I wanted to grab your attention, tell you to have a pencil and paper ready. I have some very important information you're going to want to stick around for after the show regarding updated contact information, websites, and more. Everything's changed. Holy cow. What do I mean? Everything's ready to start. I gotta run. Stick around after the show and I'll get you filled in. Welcome to this podcast. Get ready. Here we go. GOST Radio proudly presents Random Illusions, the podcast where the occult community goes for its listening pleasure. I'm your host, Shasta Ray. Grab a cup of coffee, grab a cup of tea, or grab a glass of wine at the end of a long day if that's what you want to do. Kick back, settle in, and hang out with me for just a little bit while we chat it up about magic. Hello once again, all of you beautiful people out there. Welcome to episode 26, and we are going to continue part two of our Protection Magic series. This one is going to be five simple and powerful protection charms. Now, once again, I got this from the website that I stumbled across called TessWhitehurst.com. It is a magic website, and she's got a lot of really good common sense stuff on there. I am not familiar with this person. Here again, I stumbled across it. It is out there on the internet, so I feel like it's it's public information. It can be shared, and I am giving her full credit for writing this. I am going to add a couple of my own choices towards the end of this, so we'll we'll get into my stuff after we go over hers. Some of this I've known about. Some of this I didn't know about. I'm learning, too. So I found that pretty interesting. The article that I'm going to be working from this time says that whether you want to protect yourself from negative thoughts, negative vibes, negative intention, this kind of protection magic can help. They're all single ingredient and homemade, very inexpensive and easy to get a hold of. And she does warn that don't forget that even while you're using this, make common sense choices in the physical world. So in other words, yes, carry a protection charm, but also do things like wear your seatbelt, lock your doors, don't tempt fate, that sort of thing. Okay, so protection charm number one. This is one I didn't know about. This is interesting. And I'm not sure how this works. A clove of garlic says here that garlic is the quintessential spiritual protection charm. It has a high, clear, and potent vibrational state that can repel, dissuade, and transmute negative energy of all varieties. I think that's fascinating. It's also good for you. Now, for this magic, to use a clove of garlic as a charm, you are going to take a single clove of garlic, hold it in bright sunlight for a minute or two, and then keep it with you when you need an extra boost of protection. I don't know what happens when that clove of garlic starts getting old. Does it just dry up? Do you use a fresh one each time? She doesn't specify. Might be one to play with a little bit, but I could see how that works. A lot of times plants with very, very pungent qualities are very protective in some way or another, very beneficial to humans and some, they're protecting something. It's, it's a indicator that something's going on with that plant. 
So in the case of this garlic clove, it can obviously change up negative energies, dissipate that energy and protect you. So I would absolutely try this. Protection charm number two, dragon's blood oil. So this is, you're going to be working with dragon's blood oil. It's also a charm. It is made with the bright red resin of the Draco palm. And the author says that dragon's blood oil is absolutely dazzling in its protective properties. All you need to do to use this one is lightly anoint your forehead, palms, and lower belly. This will cloak you in a strong armor of spiritual and energetic protection. There you go. Very easy, very quick, no ceremony needed. Just anoint yourself, probably put some good intentions of protection, ask that the oil protect you, and you're good to go. Protection charm number three, a pentagram pendant. Now, I have mentioned before that I dabbled in Wicca early on, and I will say that the pentagram, although some people believe that it's some sort of satanic thing, the five points on a pentagram represent earth, air, fire, water, north, south, east, and west. Okay, so those correlations. And then the fifth point that points to the top means spirit or God or the universe or your spirit. People perceive it different, but basically it's the four elements, four directions, and spirit. So it is protective in and of itself. And she says here that the pentagram is a protection charm because it's a microcosm of the manifested reality on earth, as well as the spiritual energy that unites, underlies, and animates all things. There you go. It also holds the energy of a strong and positive protective boundary through which no negativity may enter. Place your pentagram pendant or charm on a white cloth under the light of a full moon for one night and then wear or carry it to benefit from this little charm's big protective powers. One thing I personally would change up about this is if I was going to wear a pentagram pendant or symbol, I wouldn't just charge it in a full moon. I would probably put it out for one full day before, during, and after a full moon if I had that luxury. That way you're not only getting a complete charge from the moon energy, you're getting sunshine charge as well. It's going to just deepen that charge that it has that energy protection charge. Okay, it's going to cleanse it. It's going to do its thing better. That's how I do things, but that's how I've been doing my crystal cleansings and stuff for a very long time. I put them out for a full day before, during, and after a full moon. To that, I am going to add a little side note that through history, the cross is also a very, very powerful protection symbol. It does not need to be a Christian cross. It can be an X. It can be a more of a a symmetrical cross where both lines are the same length and perfectly perpendicular to each other. You can pick out a cross or even create one yourself and put your intention of protection into it. But the cross, two lines, you know, making an X in some form is a very ancient and very common protection symbol. And it's not just one religion that uses it. It is used by culture after culture over time. So it's another one that has a lot of protective energies to it. I would personally probably choose the pentagram for this over the cross, but some of you might be more 
comfortable with that cross shape. So there's no right or wrong with that, but I would definitely consider a pentagram before I would a cross just because I associate the pentagram with those kinds of energies traditionally, and I have for years. So that's why. Protection charm number four, black tourmaline. This is awesome. It's going to be a little bit more costly than probably the dragon's blood oil or the pentagram pendant. Black tourmaline can be a little bit pricey. It's not going to break the bank. It's just not going to be the cheapest stone you can find. It's not too bad, though. It's pretty common. A really nice piece is going to cost you a, a few bucks. You, you might be able to find some for less than $20 pretty easy, but still some people might consider that expensive for a stone or a crystal. If you go to the crystalgemstoneshop.com, they always have a great selection of all sorts of stuff, so check them out. When I bought some tourmaline off of their site, they did have black tourmaline. I'm not sure if they have it currently, but they do have pretty much anything you could want. So I'll put that link down again. And here again, I really recommend this company. I've bought tons of crystals from them. I'm very happy with them and they have great customer service. Protection charm number five, a sachet of yarrow. I'm not real familiar with yarrow. It says here, yarrow is a very healing flower and it helps protect us from both physical and spiritual dangers. To make a protection charm, spread a white cloth on the earth near the base of a tree. Doesn't say what kind of tree, just a tree. Place a small amount of dried yarrow on the cloth and allow it to reattune to the energy of the earth. It's only going to take a couple of minutes. So sit there with it for a minute or two and then transfer it to a small sachet or uh, maybe a container of some sort that you want to carry with you. Pin this protection charm to the outside of your clothing, tuck it in your pocket, put it in your purse, keep it with you, and that's going to promote general safety and well-being. And then the article says that it will protect your aura and promote general safety and well-being. So that one actually has in it that it will have general safety. So I would do that. Absolutely. You can probably find Yarrow online easy enough. Or if you have a magical shop that has herbs, dried herbs there, you could probably find it there. Last on the article, it says, when you feel the need, it never hurts to empower and carry a protection charm. It'll help you feel extra safe. It'll help you feel grounded, vitalized, and this will in turn positively affect every aspect of your life. I love this. I love this. Now, I said I was going to add a couple protection charms to this. So what I would suggest is, now there's a couple of them. So when it comes to stones, if you can get yourself a hematite charm, a hematite ring, or a piece of jewelry or something, hematite will reflect negativity back to the sender. I wear a tiny little piece of hematite almost 100% of the time. A little pinky ring has a tiny little hematite stone in it. I've been wearing it for a number of years. Works great. Even a tiny little piece of hematite, it is going to reflect that negative funk back to where it came from. Works great. Very inexpensive. Very, very, very inexpensive. It would work if you had like a little carved piece of hematite or a little chunk. It doesn't have to be fancy. Hematite is hematite. Whether it looks really nice or not, it's going to do the same thing. Another stone that also does this would be black onyx. Black onyx will break curses and will protect you. It is wonderful. Now, here is something that I'm going to throw into this episode that also applies to last week's episode. 
This is something for not only general protection, it will break curses, it will break hexes, it will break generational family curses, all sorts of stuff. I ran across this and then I fine-tuned it myself. And this fabulous thing, by the way, I am growing it myself, is thistle. Primarily milk thistle, but also blessed thistle. People get those two mixed up. They are not the same plant. They do not look the same. They don't look anything like each other. But people will call milk thistle blessed thistle. They get the names mixed up. Milk thistle has green leaves with white patterning on it. Just a real random uh, liney, uh, webby kind of looking white pattern. And it produces a purple flower. Blessed thistle The leaves almost kind of look similar to a dandelion leaf, but it it grows really big and bushy. And then the flowers themselves are very spiky with a yellow center, and then that develops into a seed pod. It's just another type of thistle. But what I have found is the tradition with these plants is that you keep some of the fiber on you in a charm or an amulet or something. Well, I didn't know what they meant by thistle fiber, so I went and got myself some milk thistle seeds. That has the essence and the spirit of the entire plant in every seed. You can take these milk thistle seeds and just task them like you would a spirit, okay? It may seem kind of weird because they're a little tiny itty-bitty object, a little tiny seed. Task them. Tell them that you want them to protect you and break every hex and curse that could possibly be upon you and protect you in the future from all negative energies. Then what you want to do with it, you want to carry one in your purse or your wallet, put them in the corners of your home where the vacuum can't get to them, little tiny places up on a door jamb, any place that you can put one of these little seeds around your house, have them protect your home. You can put them on the four corners of your property if you have a property. You can plant them and you can task the actual seed when you plant it as well as after it sprouts and starts turning into a plant. Talk to it. Tell it you want its protection. Keep you safe from anything negative. I am telling you, it works. So this year I planted some milk thistle and I planted blessed thistle and I've been raising them for the seeds and I will be using them in some magical tools for protection purposes. Now, where do you get these seeds to start with? Easy. Amazon. You can buy a packet of milk thistle seeds for like $3.95 or something. Here again, I'll put it in the show notes. And then I will also put the link for blessed thistle seeds. I love the blessed thistle. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. I will tell you, though, that if you choose to grow either of these plants... The blessed thistle is pretty soft. You can touch it. It's not going to do anything to you. Once the seeds start developing in the seed heads, that's when everything starts drying out and getting real spiny and stickly and prickly and everything. It does get very uncomfortable. You need to handle the dried plants with gloves. Otherwise, you're going to get stuck. Milk thistle. Thistles in general are relation to cactus and artichokes, both. And they're distant cousins of both, probably more closely related to artichokes. At any rate, the the milk thistle and any other variety of like a purple thistle, you're going to find to be extraordinarily spiny and pokey and miserable to come in contact with. So as you can imagine, with all of that armor, they are amazing at protection. So on the case of the blessed thistle, as I said, when they dry out, they get really spiny and prickly. That 
is just another protection thing for those seeds. They are protecting something in there. There is something powerful going on for all of that armor that they have. So think of it that way. Very, very, very effective. Very, very good. I have been using thistle seeds for about five, uh, at least four years, maybe going on five years. I think it's been closer to five years now. And I tell you what, as soon as I started using thistle seeds, every woe that I ever had that I thought was a negative energy cast at me or affecting my life went away. I have not had problems since I started using these seeds. So I highly recommend that. And um, other than that, another very, very interesting one that I have had in my home and I did not even know it was a protection device shouldn't call it a device. I did not know it was a protection charm in and of itself. It's another plant, African violets. A lot of people make fun of them. Oh yeah, my grandma had those. You know what? I love these plants. I used to hate them as a kid because my mom had them all over the house. And I started raising them recently because I figured I wanted some house plants that I could grow that are easy to grow and they have a reputation for that. So I got a whole bunch of them and I've been playing with them. Well, after I got them, I started, hmm, I wonder what kind of magical stuff is attached to African violets. Lo and behold, it is a protective plant against evil spirits. So when you have African violets in your home, task those. Just tell them, hey, you beautiful little flowery, ruffly thing. Protect me. Loan me your protection. Keep my family safe. Keep my home safe. Keep my pet safe. Keep me safe from all malicious attack and all malicious spirits. And they'll do their thing and they'll look beautiful while they do it. And you can have a lot of fun and have a little plant friend living in your home with you. So that is probably my other second favorite of all protective plants is the African violet. And there are so many varieties and colors and sizes you can't even imagine. So there's one for everyone. And here again, incredibly easy to take care of. You need to learn a little bit about it, but really very, very easy care. So I hope this has been as much fun for you as it has for me. And I hope you take advantage of this. Think about it. Here again, go back to your magic books. See what kind of protection magic you have. Experiment with it. Play with it. See what works for you. I layer protection magic and I do all kinds of it. So it all works in conjunction with each other for different areas of protection. And you can never have too much. Ever since I started doing protection magic, life has just gotten better and better and better. You're still going to have some little life frustrations. You're still going to have days that get under your skin. Don't get me wrong. It's going to happen, but you're not going to have that bad luck permeating you and just that one thing after another going on. And some of this protection magic, as I've mentioned, as I've read some of the stuff off, can protect you from your own thoughts, your own negativity. Experiment with it. Embrace it. Use it to your advantage. And you can also use protection magic while you're doing your self-work and removing blockages and all that stuff. Get creative. And if it resonates with you, try it. See if it works. That's part of magic is developing more magic and seeing what works. Like I said, with the milk thistle or the thistle seeds, the traditional use for protection with these plants is in the fiber. Well, how are you going to get the fiber? Most people don't really know how to extract that or what part of the plant or how to do it or anything, or you don't want to mess with it. And then the spines and the prickles and the, ouch, really? No, get yourself a packet of seeds. The seed has the spirit of the entire plant in it. 
you'll be fine. It works great. It's more versatile and it won't poke you and it won't hurt you. So a lot more fun that way. Also, as an added bonus with the milk thistle, it's also great tonic for your liver. So if you consume it in a supplement form, uh, make sure it's a reputable supplement. It's going to help detox your liver and it's going to protect you that way. You can take it internally. Now, I have not tried taking the milk thistle internally as a magical protection. I use it for a physical protection for my liver and it works great. I take it on an ongoing basis just because we have so many toxins in our life just in the physical realm and stress hormones, everything will really overload your liver. Even if you eat really healthy and you never drink, the older you get, the more toxins you have built up. So some of this thistle is actually very, very, very integral for protecting your body from damage from just day-to-day life. So if that tells you anything, super duper plant, highly recommend it. All right. That's, you know, all I really got for you this week. I've had a little bit of fun stepping out of the norm and doing some protection stuff. I'm going to see what I can dig up for next week, see if I can find something else. I have a couple other things I was thinking of, but I haven't been able to figure out what I did with them. They are articles and stuff I've printed up in the past and tucked away somewhere, and now i got to find them. And of course, I want to make sure that I give authors proper credit if it's not my work. I guess that's all I got this week. So until next time, keep a smile on your face, keep a bounce in your step, keep practicing your magic, Try your hand at making a few protection charms. Keep yourself away from all that negative energy and keep that negative energy away from you. And I will catch you next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Thanks for sticking around after the show. Oh my gosh, so many changes and so many things to tell all of you about. We are officially in rerun mode. What does that mean for you? Well, hey, if you listen on your favorite podcast app, nothing is going to change. You will always be able to go back and listen to your favorite episodes and guest spots anytime you want, just as you always have. Again, nothing will change for those of you that use your favorite podcast app. Next, the website will change a little bit. It will change to www.podpage.com slash random dash illusions, or you can listen directly off the host site, www.randomillusions.buzzsprout.com. Links are now in every episode show notes. Check it out. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash radio. Twitter.com slash GOST radio. If you love YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to the Random Illusions Podcast YouTube channel, the GOST radio YouTube channel, and TikTok. Don't forget to follow us there. Links are down in the show notes. Exclusively for the listener base of Random Illusions, Tim and I are going to continue our coffee.com divinations. Just let us know if you want a rune reading by Tim or a tarot reading by Shasta and what your question is. Give us about two business days and we will respond with a thorough answer to your question, giving you some insight and maybe a little inspiration as well. If you would like to follow Tim and I as we jump into our new leadership roles and all of the new projects we are presenting and working on, don't forget to hit us up. 
Facebook, privately, Tim Cheesebrow, Shasta Michaels, Random Illusions, or just shoot us an email at magic, M-A-G-I-C-K, at randomillusions.com. And we will send you links as to where you can keep tabs on all of our future endeavors and adventures. And hey, you may want to get involved yourself. You never know. All right. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We will be announcing when we will be back. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>